0: endless quest a fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast where I play D&D with my players. D&D is the world's greatest role-playing game and today we'll be showing you guys why because we have an exciting story planned so let's continue on from our action-packed last episode. We've been gone for a while and it was a very tense cliffhanger so the last time that our heroes were adventuring They were in a forest. They had encountered a huge monster that seemed to thrive on their fears in the shadows of the forest around them. After a fierce fight, they managed to defeat it and save a young girl from, um, a young girl who seemed to be a sort of otherworldly elf from the danger. Uh, She remained hidden, but soon a hunting party came into view. This hunting party was led by a very tall man, or Elfor. We're not really sure yet, but he was a huge person who introduced himself as Gideon the Green. He and his hunting party were astonished to see that the beast had already been slain, and that's where we resume. I am Gideon the Green. And who might you be? We are adventurers who have lost our way in this wood. Lost your way? This is not a good wood. To be lost in my friend. Well we figured we'd just go straight until we came out the other end. That was our plan the whole time. A simple yet um somewhat questionable plan. However, um I haven't heard from the rest of you. You Affling. Who are you? My name is Reese. Reese a fine name. And you, my good man, with your blade and sword on your back, who might you be?
1: I am someone just trying to traverse the forest.
0: I bet so, but that's a long name. Do you go by anything shorter?
1: Why am I handing out
0: names to you? Well, I told you my name. I am Gideon the Green.
1: Okay, so I'm Diego the Steelborn. Steelborn!
0: (laughs) Ah, a member of the Steel Sworn, you say? That order may be ancient now, but I was there when it was young. Is it still as fine an order as it is when it began?
1: Uh, It is a good, honorable order.
0: Yes, full of knights and talented people from across the lands, though mostly Exorians. I never traveled much in Exoria, but I'm, I'm rambling, aren't I? So you came seeking passage to this forest? Yes? Yes, indeed. Did you not know what this wood is called? Did you not know the le- the legends, the myths that surround it? Yes, but we had little time to waste in the weeks we would spend traversing the forest.
1: And just kind of rapses
0: for a mortals time. Well, I would not suggest attempting to try to cross the rest of the forest by yourselves. But perhaps I could be of some assistance to you. Why do you seek to cross the forest? We are headed towards Fort Rath. Mm. A den of villainy and scum. Indeed. Though it's still fairly young in the world. Why do you seek to go there? There's a great evil going on in this world. I know that. There's been great evil for thousands of years. Well, right now, there is more evil going on. He kind of blurred great. He kind of just rolls his eyes. What say you, Hathleen Reese?
2: We are headed towards Fort Wrath to discover more about this clan or cult of some kind with a symbol bearing a dark sun. We've gotten clues that lead us
1: to Fort Wrath. They keep on talking about the end of the world. Roll me,
0: each of you, roll me an insight check. Mm. oh that's gonna be oh I thought that was 19 that's a 13 plus that's 18 22 12 okay so Cedric and Diego you're kind of watching more closely especially since he's talking to Reese right so you're kind of spectating and you have more time and attention to focus on him and what he's doing (laughs) And he noticed a slight frown, just so slight, pass over his face at the mention of this cult or group. And then he resumes his jovial, um, his jovial personality. Well, that sounds like a worthy cause. I could get behind that for sure. Um, what have you to say, Mr. SteelSworn?
1: Uh, I just happened to know this. Does this cult sound familiar to you?
0: Well, I've seen... I've seen the rise and the fall of hundreds of different cults over my long, long lifetime.
1: Mm, but something tells me you know, maybe a little something about this one we speak of at Fort Wrath.
0: It would not be prudent to discuss that much. Let it suffice to say that I do know some of what you speak and I advise you to pursue this lead. It will be important, worth following.
1: We will need to get through the forest as quickly, then is there a way you can help us as a matter of fact,
0: there is my good man. I can provide a speedy a speedier passage through this wood, mostly safer as well i uh, as an ark fay that for that is what I am, you must know of the Fay wild
1: Fay wild, I've heard of this in fairy oh, tales.
0: We are in the Fay wild now. No, no, my friend, you're not in the Feywild, but... ah, I thought it was a a meeting point. No. Where they converge, both worlds. No, you are at a... You, somewhat, you are at a border of the Feywild, and... For whatever reason, it's been a little more open lately, so... It somewhat bleeds through, and we gain different attributes of the Feywild, and... As you saw before, beasts, monsters of the Feywild... So, I suppose it is a crossing point of sorts, and that's why I can help you. As a Ark I know many things that neither of you do. And, one of these things I know is a existence that's well guarded by those who know it, but... As you are mortals and know little about this arcane mysteries, I feel it's safe to allow you this information as it will help you in your quest. There are, shall I say, ways between the worlds. Unseen paths, hidden roads. And I, as an fae, can access these roads. I could take you from this spot in the forest all the way to within... He kind of scrunches his forehead, and it's like he's looking into the distance. Was, I, I believe I can take you within one day's journey of Fort Wrath. Now, how does that sound? Ah, that's really wonderful, but what do you want out of this? I'm sure there's not a free gift. Nothing, nothing. You saved my daughter here. My lovely daughter Bryn. And, um, he motions to the young elven girl who's being comforted by members of the hunting party. One of them gives her a portion of healing. So Gideon the Green, again beckoning your attention, he says, as you have saved my daughter, I believe this is not too much to reward you with. Wouldn't you agree? Ah, oh, yes, I believe it is fair. Oh. Yes, I thought you would. Indeed. So, there is a catch, though. Oh, not cool. one that That's I've always imposed. There is a catch. But, uh... It is somewhat dangerous. Not... Not directly dangerous. While you are in this path, you will see things to either side. They cannot harm you. They will not touch you. But... If you touch them, then they will gain access. Parts of this way pass to the Feywild. Other parts, I can't be sure. Even I do not know to the full extent. But if you continue along the path and do not leave, you shall be safe. Nothing will harm you. Do you understand? Yes.
1: Well, it sounds like there's a lot of dangers, but we don't know exactly what they are.
0: Well, allow me to see if I can clear your fog of ignorance on this matter.
1: Wait a minute!
0: Okay. Offense, my good sir, it's just that all of you a moment ago believed that I was a fairy tale. Sure. So, allow me to well, invite you- I didn't believe that, I- In Yes, I'm sure, did. I'm sure you didn't. Of Indeed. course, of course. Indeed. This forest is ancient. His trees are steeped in magic, and, as I've said, fae crossings are abundant. That being said, you must avoid and beware of all people. They will most certainly be fae, and they may be disguised. Uh, You should not enter any deals or reveal any names. You might have been right to have caution. Fear not, as I don't know your full name, your surname. I have no power over you, but if you were to have perhaps met a damsel in distress along the road, you never know if it's merely a hag seeking to win dominion over your soul. So you must beware any one you see. And as he says this, he seems to grow taller and casts a shadow over you guys. Very Gandalf style. As <laughs> Gandalf he's this. the
2: Grey Gideon the Green!
1: <laughs> His stature grows immensely before us.
0: Yes. And then, just as quickly as it came, it's it's normal again. You must have imagined it. Anyway, so he says, And there is something else I can do. Well, you are in this Feywild, in the domain of the Feywild. Once you leave, these will crumble into dust and have no power. But while I can assist you, I will... And so he walks over to a nearby tree, you didn't see the tree a minute ago, just when it wasn't there. And he plucks off a golden leaf, they're shaped somewhat like maple leaves, in that kind of three-pronged pattern. And he holds them in his hand and he um, gives one to each of you, passes it to you. And it's a golden leaf, it feels hard like metal, brass or bronze or something. And he says, while you hold this, it will protect your minds from the scrying invasions, of the Fae, and hopefully grant you some measure of foresight. So, no, while you, you have this, you have wisdom, you have advantage on wisdom saving throws when Ooh, somebody's wait. trying to use magic or something to control you. He says, But these will crumble into dust and be useless to you. These will crumble into dust and be useless to you once you've left the forest, so know that. Alright, I think it's about time that we pass through this gate. Then you better be on your way. I have a few questions. Yes. You you mentioned at the beginning that there were things you knew. A few things about what's going on at Fort Wrath and the cult group there. Wouldn't it be best that you passed on that information to us so that our quest is not all for naught? I will say... Keep doing what you're doing. Keep following the clues... Do not be afraid to dig deeper Then it would seem, is obvious. But, really, I am thousands of years old. I think I would know best on how to distribute this knowledge. But I will not look down on you for asking. Okay, then. Oh, uh, yes, uh, let, let us pen. be off. He says, of course, of course. It was nice meeting all of you, as he... Walks over to an open patch of grass, he taps his staff twice on the ground and two trees shoot up. The trees grow at an impossible speed, rising up and bending to intertwine at the top. Ivy and vines twist up the trees and there stands a simple wooden gate, an arch, a doorway. The view of the other side. Is indistinct and unclear, but you see a blurry scene of trees and forest, much the same as is on this side, though perhaps a bit brighter. Well, you better be on your way. It was lovely to meet all of you, a Cedric, Reese, Mister Steelsworn.
1: Yes, indeed, TTFN. Shoo, shoo. Ah, oh, farewell, goodbye.
0: As you pass through this portal, you feel a slight murmur in your head like a small stream trickling or a faint whisper or the trees bending in the wind, and it's just for a second. For a moment, your hairs stand on end. Then you pass through this thin veil of magic, and you're standing on a hard-packed path, a dirt path, maybe some gravel in there. And you look back, and you can see this arch, and you also see mist behind it. And ahead, to each side, you see this path that just goes straight for a very long time until you can't see. It's very foggy, very misty. To each side, there's forests. You see pine trees rising up, as far as you can see. They're very tall trees, and you can see, again, this very misty, fog-like um, weather that's going on. Even the sky above is very grey and covered in clouds. And you see, this. everything is silent, and you see, down this path, you don't see anything. You just see an expanse, you assume that you're going to follow the road. Ah, uh, let us move on down this road. We must be careful not to get off of it. With all this fog, I think I might cast a light spell, or a cantrip, really, on my shield. Okay. There isn't much fog on the road, but it could be wise, it still is a little bit foggy. It is definitely, it seems very unnatural, the fog in the woods, like, it's very dense and stuff. Alright. So you walk on. Five minutes. Ten minutes. Fifteen minutes. Twenty minutes.
1: Do we have, um, our, our hit points, are they recovered?
0: No, not yet. What? Not yet. You keep walking. It's been half an hour. In the distance, you hear some sort of monstrous roar. In the very distance.
1: Did you guys hear that?
0: Yes, but we should probably be safe here on the road.
1: Okay, uh, let's make sure to remind ourselves of this, not to get distracted and go off the road. Yes. This wood is very murky. I'm just walking
2: more mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> And you keep walking. What else is there for you to do? It's probably been around 45, 50 minutes. You look to the right, the right of the path, and you see in the distance as a large giant walks through the forest, you can hardly see just the bare outline, maybe the top of their head but it's, they're almost as tall as the pine trees, you can see them dragging a huge club over their shoulder and they move through the mist, not seeming to bother you, very far off continue walking, far above occasionally you catch glimpses of a, um, a spiraling flying creature It seems almost dragon like draconian but not quite, you don't you can't really place it or recognize it and you continue on after it's been over an hour when you start to see movement in the fog on either side uh make me some perception checks all around
2: perception checks on the house
0: 16 16 what do we have from you reese 20. all right excellent And, uh, Diego?
1: 16. I think I have a plus 3. I can't really... I wish I had my glasses with me. Okay. 16. Either a 16 or an 18.
0: You... you look to the side, either side, and you see... wolves. Huge wolves pacing on either side of the path. Kinda keeping up with you. And you can't make out much detail. Some of them seem huge typical wolves. One has white fur. Another one has fur so dark. It's almost like an inky black. Do you guys see this? Yes. Each of these wolves is easily bigger than any wolf you've seen. It's almost like as big as a horse or a cow or something, some of them.
1: What's making them, what's stopping them from attacking us? Is this the road?
0: I believe so. It must be magically guarded. I neglected to mention this, but on either side of the road, it's slightly blurry. Not super noticeable, but like imagine a video game that has a very high graphics, but it almost doesn't look real. It's like that, you know?
1: Um, we can make out that they're large wolves. Yes,
0: there are large wolves in different colors. And as you guys are carefully proceeding on the path, one of them locks eyes with you. You see this huge, inky black wolf, Diego. And he's. You hear a voice in your head. You. And then the wolf howls to the sky and the whole pack starts to run ahead, leaving you behind <laughs> And I
1: only know that it said it's me. Yes, no one else heard it in their head.
0: You heard it, Diego. Hey, whoa.
1: did you did you that that wolf, the the black one? Why what? did he talk to me? He, he didn't
0: the say anything. to you, Diego. Are sure you sure about that?
1: You
2: didn't hear him? It must be this path. It's probably messing with our minds.
1: He said you to me. He said he looked at me. He looked straight into my eyes and said you. And Nothing then else? took off.
2: I just heard it howl, And I'm not even sure it was the black
0: one. And Diego, I think your mind might be ticked off by all of that has happened. Now the see hey, you're talking portals. to Diego the still sworn. You know, I've heard that some types of portals can damage the minds of those who aren't magically adept. Well, Reese is <laughs> and Diego are both doomed, but... <laughs> okay. So yeah, you continue along the path and in about 15-20 minutes you're um, passing alongside when suddenly you notice something to the right of the path. And you see mist, all the mist is kind of coalesced and swirling around a gate. And Diego, you're the only one who seems to kind of notice this. Your companions are just kind of looking straight forward like nothing else has happened. And you guys are kind of walking past it. But you see an elegant stone archway rimmed by a silver lining with runes inscribed on it.
1: Is this, is Diego seeing it along the the road or off off the road?
0: This is along the road. Picture like a hallway and an adjacent, you know, door, going a different way. You see, through the archway is a stone pathway, with these same tall straight pines on either side. And the arch has a poem written along its edges. It looks like, or some sort of writing.
1: Hey, companions, look at this! Do you see this? That's interesting. If you hadn't mentioned it, it was there, I would have never noticed it. How strange.
0: Now do it seems you see obvious. What, do
1: you see the writing? Uh, where, where? It's right there! Uh, Reese, you! At do you, the do archway, you see the,
0: the column, yeah, the archway. I, I,
2: huh? I, I kind of see something, but I'm not sure it's writing. It looks like it could be.
0: It's around the edges of the archway, and. It looks like the pattern repeats itself. Ah, you can am I going read crazy?
1: Why am I the only one that sees and here is a, a talking wolf? Oh, and how
0: unfortunate, Diego.
1: Let me see. Let me see if I can see if this is uh, something I recognize.
0: So you, you look at it, and you can't exactly place the letters, and then you realize you can understand it anyway, and you're having trouble focusing on the actual letters, but the meaning and the words come across clear. Hmm. If you seek safety, turn from this gate. If you seek glory, embrace this fate. Enter and walk the paths of old. Rise new as a hero bold. Within this straight and rigid path lies the object of the oppressor's wrath. Prove yourself as brave and true. The sword will swear itself to you.
1: Gentlemen, I must go in here as my fate. Wait, why? Why? Why would you do such a foolish thing, Diego? Well. I don't know if I've ever told you before. But I'm, the reason I'm here with you and that you've met me is because I made a foolish decision and fled combat during a losing battle. Diego, it is I'll a do shame. the same thing. I was a coward. Yeah. <laughs> I was a coward. I could not look my men in the eyes in losing battle. We were overtaken and I left to save my life. I'm ashamed of it. And now I seek day by day to find experience, to be a better leader, to go back to Exoria and avenge my people. And this, this message here is, I believe, meant for me to seek and find a special tool to make that happen, a weapon, if you will. I must find my path to become the hero that Exoria needs. Diego, do not go
0: off the roof. I'm warning you. I will give inspiration to Diego now, because that was a very good speech. (laughs) (laughs) Diego, I'm sure that by now, Karaska has forgiven you for all of that. You have proven yourself to be a warrior lately, and have probably redeemed yourself
1: by now. But I have to look at myself in the mirror. And I know what I've done. I must make things right for myself, or I am useless to anyone.
0: Ah, but in making things right for you, yourself, wouldn't you be again running away from saving everyone I fought wrath, so you could redeem yourself? It would be selfish of you.
1: But if I go through with this and come out unscathed or at least alive, I will be a better man and a better warrior for it, and I will be able to conquer anything in front of my path.
0: As. You all are saying this and you're having this debate. You notice, Diego, and all the rest of you do as well. You see the huge, inky black wolf. His fur is so dark, but you can almost see a hint of blue in it. Like I said, like ink, you know? But it's very dark and you can see its eyes, there's a slight silvery glow. And this huge wolf, huge looks over at you, it's probably standing about 30-40 feet away and it says If you were the one who was meant to take this challenge, come. Your destiny awaits. And then it goes back along the path. Slowly it's walking. You can still
1: see it as it moves away. I must go. I must follow my destiny. Diego are you crazy? Reece, yeah, what do you think?
2: crazy.
0: Reese! <laughs> what
2: would you think I was? Stop saying?
0: him! <laughs> tackle him! Do something. No, never mind. Your I'm arms are the size of a pencil.
2: Yeah. What?
0: And a pencil, in my world
1: is a bird feather.
0: What? It's a feather it's
2: a big guy. <laughs> As okay.
1: they talk to each other, um Diego goes through the, the No, stop Diego. The wolf. I'm gonna tackle him. No. Reese, what do you do?
2: Um, I'm not sure. I, would I no. be able to go into?
0: You can see, you can see what happens if you try to follow him.
1: Yeah. Please, please do not follow. I accept my fate for what it is.
0: Hmm. 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 I don't know. So what are you guys gonna do? Okay, so is this open? pathway like very narrow? I mean, it's a, yeah, it's a bit narrower than the other so one. So he would have to stay on the pathway to get to the place he wants to go. You don't know that. You haven't even gone to this path. You can hardly see beyond it. No, no, can I see that, like, it's a path that he'd yeah. have to stay on? I mean, you don't know if you'd have to stay on her. There's there's open forest to either side. Ooh. So, you know, you can do all right. But he has stepped through at this point. He's... No he's, oh boy. And I'm yeah. gonna try and pull him back. You're like a cleric. He's like... I have 14 plus, plus 2 strength. Okay. He has 20 That's plus 5 strength. I mean, like, but are you a cleric? He's already gone through, like, if... If something was to have kind of access to you guys, like... He's gone in, so. I mean. I don't know. You can do what you want, though. Okay, Cedric's just gonna try and pull Diego back. Okay, roll me a strength check, I guess. Opposing strength checks. That's. Oh, nine. You rolled a seven. You just have to beat a nine.
1: I have a nine. Oh! Oh! Plus what? I get to add. Yeah, you add your. Oh! Okay, so you
0: win. He tries to tug at you, but you step through. And as you try to tug, you are pulled through, Cedric. Two, you, you trip through. And Richard just left there, standing alone on the path. No, Diego, what have you done?
2: That man is crazy. And he steps through.
0: You all step through this path, and now you feel like you know, if if something's gonna happen, you've already messed it up. So you're gonna just gonna follow through with it. No, Diego, what did
1: you do? I told you to stay no. where you were. Okay, you must join in this adventure. No, I want to
0: join you, stopping the adventure
1: it's too late please we must go
0: So, if you lo- do this one more I will send Reese to tackle you
2: I'm half his size
1: <laughs> we must not Unless do you it again alright so
0: the road is stone flagstones they're engraved with geometric patterns and as you walk there's occasionally ancient runes you see the wolf far in front of you and you're kind of following where he's going this path winds a little bit but it's kind of straight for the most part The walk starts to grow a little tedious, you didn't think it would take very long. And soon, even though it seemed like it was about midday or so on the path, night starts to fall. It grows darker and you hear dusk, we'll be walking for eternity, never going anywhere. As the darkness falls, you start to hear howls in the distance, shrieks, roars. But nothing happens as you continue to walk. What are you guys doing as you hear this? Well, I'm just gonna cast maybe light on my shield. Okay, trying to brighten up the atmosphere. Yeah. Okay, what about you, Reese?
2: Um, Reese is going to try to like sneak behind Cedric, so he has protection.
0: Okay, trying to <laughs> stay low and maybe look to either side. Reese, what are you doing?
2: I was, I was just. A Seeing how tall I was compared to you.
0: (laughs) That wouldn't be tall at all. (laughs) So you continue walking through this forest, and after a time, it's very dark, tedious, it's taken a while, and then, Reese, you're paying special attention, and you notice to either side of you, again, those wolves. And they're pacing alongside. They aren't bothering you, but you see them watching you. And it's like, they're also following this lead wolf. And after you've walked for what seems like a long time, you reach a clearing. And you see in the middle of it, a sculpture. The sculpture is lit by moonlight, which is cast down a beam through what seems to be a gap in the trees above. And it illuminates in bright light this whole clearing. It's a stone circle, that's the base of it, and the wolves kind of form up, pacing around it. In the middle of the clearing is a statue. The statue depicts a warrior standing over the corpse of a slain dragon. Buried in the heart of the stone dragon is a massive metal sword. It seems to faintly glow with an inner light. The blade is a cool silvery metal, slightly tinged with blue, like the moon. The crossguard is wide, straight, and simple, made from a dark, reflective metal. The hilt is wrapped in some sort of bluish leather. The statue of the warrior is clad in heavy armor, carries a massive shield, and stands at least eight feet tall. Around the clearing, the huge wolves begin to circle and howl. You guys are still at the entrance to this clearing. And you guys approached the statue? We're already in danger, because somebody decided to to go off the road. You did not
1: have to follow me. I told you I would do this on my own. Well,
0: by you going off the road, you made it vulnerable for us.
1: Well, we're here now, so there's no use arguing about it.
0: Hey, look at that sword. Say what? Look at that sword there.
1: Let's approach carefully.
0: Okay. Uh So, you walk up, and... You see, as you get within about 10 feet of it, Diego, the statue's eyes glow a fiery red, and you hear a deep voice in your head. It's not for most people. Most of them brag and laugh and boast in hollow glories. They compete in sport fighting, tournaments, and call themselves warriors. They learn a few tricks and call themselves masters. They say they are champions, heroes, all while they bow the knee to the system, locked into the hypnotizing mantra of society. Weak, naive, sheltered. Then there are the few, the hated few, the outcasts. They leave comfort because they realize the illusion, endure whatever is thrown at them. They shatter the expectations, they tear down the mighty They execute the oppressors with their own hands and then leave a fortune behind as they search for a harder challenge. You are not a true warrior. You are not a true champion. You could be though. Most people don't find this place. But I guarantee this. To become a champion, to become who we need, who the world needs, you will be broken. You will wash your hands in the blood of your enemies. You will walk through the fire and through the trials to achieve true greatness. You could be feared, you could be honored, but it doesn't matter. When you are a true warrior, none of that matters. You'll probably back down. That's expected. It's time for my legacy to return to the world, but no matter how long I must wait, I would not have anyone unworthy wield my blade. You, Diego Sworn, have the potential to be great. Many people do. But the question is, will you be the greatest?
1: I don't know about being the greatest. What I need to be is for my people the greatest. I must endure. I must try and strive to be the greatest, not for myself but for the people of Exoria
0: The opportunity is here. The road to glory is long, but it begins here.
1: I must take it then. I am done being a coward.
0: Very well then. And you realize, as you've been talking, you've kind of grown fixed on the eyes, and you're almost like, you know, dizzy, doubled over. And you rise, and you notice this clearing is different. Reese and Cedric, you've been kind of looking around. The wolves have begun howling, though you didn't notice it, Diego, because you were in this trance. And they circle the clearing and they continue to howl. What you all notice as you turn back to the statue is that it's different now. Instead of having the sword buried in the dragon's heart, the statue holds the sword in two hands open, for someone to grasp. Quick, Diego! Or Reese, one of you, grab the sword! I'm not good with those. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not proficient.
1: Stand aside, this legacy is for me. I must take this sword and bear the burden that comes with it.
0: It seems quite self-centered, but if you must, go ahead, quick. You're the one who got us into the mess. Okay, so you march up to the sword, and you take it and that's, Remember, I said this was a huge sword. It was being wielded by an 8 foot tall figure, right? But, as soon as you take it, your vision clouds again, just for a single second, and you see, just for a flash, the image of a hulking large knight, and you hear a whisper in your head, King's Fall. And the sword shrinks in your hands, adjusting to be the size of a pretty typical long sword. Now that you look at it closer, The metal is still silvery blue, and it still feels strong in your hand. The leather feels odd, almost like reptilian or something. And you know, even though you just heard the word, you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that the weapon's name is King's Fall. And then you see, as the wolves around you, two of them start to come forward. One is almost pure white with a silvery metallic sheen to its fur. The other one is the inky black one. And they both bare their teeth and say,
1: PROVE YOURSELF WORTHY.
0: And that's where our episode ends.
1: What's the name of the episode? King's Fall. Ooh. 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 Cool. Yeah. That sounds like a good description of uh, a sword. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm
0: excited for this one. Just hope it doesn't fall out of your belt while you're fighting a lava monster,
1: <laughs>
0: like a certain dungeon master did too, and he has a king. albeit overpowered character. Fall or
1: should it be kings fell?
0: Kings fall. Um, like fall, and then kings, but one word. Mm. I thought you said kings fall. Next time we can go over that because you guys are gonna fight the wolf seal so to wield them. <gasps> <Ooh. laughs> or at least two of them. A. Okay. A. We have so. to kill them. I'd like to give yeah. a few. No! I'd like to give the credit and honor of this episode to whom it belongs. So thank you to my players. Thank you for Diego having that good role playing, remembering your backstory and working it into this very epic moment.
1: Yes, I shall accept my Oscar uh, later on. Mm-hmm. Thank <laughs> you to Cedric for
0: actually very well playing the opposite to what he was doing, acting like Diego Diego's crazy because that's what you guys would think. And uh, you can have inspiration, too. Ooh. And um, to Nathan, the accent was very good today, and also the beatboxing was even better. So. <laughs> <laughs> you can have some inspiration, too.
2: Yeah, let's... I'm going to show this.
0: Let's cut the episode right there. Um, We'll see you next time in the Endless Quest. Until then, if you like this episode, and if you want to find out what happens to King's Fall, why don't you keep listening and tell a friend, family member, your great-grandpa, the person who... Your teacher at (laughs) (laughs)
2: school—that's gonna be awkward. (laughs) (laughs)
0: They'll probably be impressed with your taste, you know. Literature class, maybe. Anyway, so tell your friends, tell your family, tell your D and D group. If you also like our podcast and want to help us out, um, just consider leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. You can write a review, telling us what you like about our podcast. You know, telling us if you have any ideas. Speaking of ideas, go to D&D Beyond, and we'll post a link in this episode's show notes to look at our our little, I guess, thread that we have there, whatever they call them these days, and to submit your ideas for the best NPC we have. If you can submit a good idea for an NPC, it might get used in the show, and if you want, we'll give you a shout-out. So until then, keep listening, give us a five-star review, and we'll see you next time to find out. What is King's Fall, and will these characters get eaten by giant wolves? Uh, Until next time, adios.
2: Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Hey, man, yo, I'm Reese Gilden.